let's see if I can get the sound of the rain in here. I'll sound alert, see fart, see if I can get the sound of the rain in here. So <clears throat> it was asked when I was gonna do another podcast, and I figured today's a good day. Because we're really coming down to it, and there are days where I feel like there just isn't anything going on with hockey, and there's so much stuff I want to have going on in ho- with hockey. <clears throat> what makes me nervous is that training camp starts next week, and, and we may not we may not see anything happen. I'm still gesturing with my arms. You guys can't see me. It's weird. Um, I guarantee though I'm gesturing, but I also take my hat off when I do the podcast too because I'm not on camera. Uh, so my concern is we're going to hit training camp, which means that all the trades we're waiting for aren't going to happen. They don't have to. That's the funny part. Uh, you don't have to trade Pacioretty. You don't have to trade Carlson. You don't have to trade Panarin or Bobrovsky or anybody else right now. Nobody has to be traded. Toronto doesn't have to do anything with their blue line. Toronto might be better off not doing anything with their blue line. And I'm, I'm going to say this as somebody who has certainly talked about Toronto before and how I think their blue line is is their weak spot, and it is. Um, but at the same time, you're going to see um, guys like Dermott getting their shot at top four minutes potentially this year, and that could be part of the fix. Or... There are teams that have won Stanley Cups that didn't have a fantastic defense. If you ask people about the first time Pittsburgh won the Stanley Cup, there was no Latang. It was defense by committee. Now, the problem is people have changed that to, well, they won with crappy defense. No, no, they didn't. They won with a defense that bought in, played their game, and didn't go outside of their game or try to do something crazy. You know, those those passes you see from behind the net that you're like, where where's that going? Why are you trying for the home run pass from behind the net? That's that's a bad thing. Oh look, they intercepted it and it's in your net. I didn't see that coming. <clears throat> so, you know, Toronto may not have to do anything, and nobody does right now. This time of year, and I've I've said this, this is the third year in a row I've said it in videos, I know I've said it, everybody's undefeated. Every fan base is convinced that this year is not necessarily the year, but that if their team missed the playoffs, this is their year that they could get better. If they made the playoffs, this is the year they could become a contender. Uh, and and if, they're, if they were a contender last year, this is the year they'll probably win the Stanley Cup. And I, I like the optimism. And it's funny because I admit I'm a realist. I'm a realist based on 35 years of watching hockey and, and seeing very few teams break through. What the Capitals did in June is rare. It is rare for a team uh, that that's that's gone forever through all these disappointments with that same core to then have that breakthrough. Uh, Chicago won three cups in five years. Uh, the the Kings won two cups in three years, and and the Kings kind of had well. See the Kings though, I I would consider that to have been a younger core. Uh, Ovechkin, you know, in his in his early 30s, and he has this fantastic run. It's just, I I look at the the, the teams that were at the top last year, and I say it's probably going to be somewhat the same. The other part that's weird too is this: so last year going into the season, 
I picked Boston to make the playoffs. I picked Montreal to miss. And I had people saying, and I understand completely why people said it, that I was biased in favor of Boston. Boston had made no improvements since losing in the first round to Ottawa. They looked like and also ran. There were too many rookies. This team was going to miss the playoffs, and I was crazy. Magazines I had said, oh, yeah, Boston's going to miss the playoffs. It's just they're, they're crap. Boston has a fantastic run in the second half this past season and finishes near the top of the league, and... Boston fans are excited, so when I make my predictions and they say, oh, they'll probably get scaled back a bit, they'll probably end up, you know, 12th, 13th in the standings, somewhere around there, I think. Uh, then I get told, you're just hating. Okay. And it's it, it's it's part and parcel of, of the amount of um, visibility that my opinions have. And I say I'm just a regular hockey fan like everybody else. That's how the whole channel started. Um, and it's... It's funny too because you know there are there are people that that'll try to pick and go, well you know Shannon's not very tall he's short, like that's going to make people go oh I I can't listen to him I can't watch his videos then, well you know Shannon's just some regular slob you know two years ago he's just working at a crappy job the same as you were oh so I could identify with him and he could identify with me, yeah no I I can't listen to him anymore. Part of how the the channel happened. And, and and it was an organic thing. It, it was not something that I promoted or planned. There's still no real plan to it. It's just it, it is where it is and it is what it is. It, part of, of what made it work was that I was human. And I would sit and complain about my job and I would complain about my landlord and I would complain about just regular stuff. And people would watch my videos and go, you know, I identify with this. This... My life kind of sucks right now too, so I identify with this. And and it was part of, of what the channel started out with. Now, we're two, two plus years away from that and from those videos, and I'm no longer that person. I don't feel that way anymore. I have a, a good home. I have a good family. Um, I'm happy. I, I feel better about myself than I ever have. And it is such a... It is it is so opposite to how I felt two and a half years ago, and I have received uh, emails all constantly. It seems I, I get emails, messages from people who are going through uh, suicidal thoughts, uh, loneliness, depression, um, divorce. Um, you know, people who are growing up and their parents are getting divorced. I get messages and emails all the time. Part of the reason that I'm getting that is because people identify with me on some level. And and they want to talk. So whether it's me that reads an email or, you know, if Yvonne's in, in the Hockey Guy email that day, she'll call me over and she'll say, you need to read this. Because emails come in regularly and, and it, it would be easy for me to miss certain items that come in. And she's like, you need to read this one. Now, like if, if you email in and you say, I'm thinking about a jersey... Uh, here's the listing. Is this a real or a fake? Yvonne's just as skilled in telling whether it's a fake as I am. She'll ask me before she sends a reply, but she'll go, this is a fake, right? And I'm like, yeah, that's that's a fake. So I, I take that really seriously. And that's why this, this idea when people sometimes say, well, you know, Shannon, if you're getting burned out, then, you know, it's okay if you take a step back for a while. There's people that that 
count on me making videos during the day. There are at least three or four people I've read messages from this week that have said, I've had a really rough summer. I've had a really bad time. Either, you know, my parents split up or uh, my wife left me or, um, you know, I've been really depressed and lonely. And, and, and your videos, loading up YouTube during the day and seeing that you've done four or five videos, it helps me get through the day. It, it makes me feel like I'm not so alone. That's important to me. So on the way to 60,000 subscribers, it would be easy for me to say, okay, the channel's big enough now that I have to cut myself off personally from people. And certainly with trolling being what trolling is, uh, there are days where I think, you know, I'm just going to shut myself off from, uh, I'm not going to say people because that's not right because I've made some really good friends on the channel. But basically like, okay, if you're new to the channel, that's nice. I'm not going to bother and I'm just going to stay out of the comment section at all. I don't care. Uh, when there's a live stream, we'll figure something else out, that kind of thing. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to change anything. Who I am deep down hasn't changed. The, the person that I am, uh, at, at the heart hasn't changed. My language has changed. My behavior has changed. Certainly my self-worth has changed. Uh, I had, I had intended, um, when I was suddenly single four plus years ago, almost four and a half years ago now, I had decided, okay, uh, I failed as a human. I failed as a father. I failed as a husband. I failed on every letter, uh, of, of the alphabet of my life. I've completely been a disaster. So, um, my life's over. It's done. There's nowhere to go from here. I, I will, I, this will not get better. I will not get better. I shouldn't be around. Uh, nobody cares about me. Uh, I, I was, you know, single for two years before, uh, I, I met Yvonne and I didn't get called. I didn't get invited places. I didn't go anywhere. Um, I would sit on the couch and play, play Grand Theft Auto. And, uh, you know, my, my teenage son, some nights he didn't come home and I would stress out about where he was and what he was doing. And, you know, it, I would go without sleep. I would work sometimes 12-hour shifts at my job that I didn't want to work, where it was like I, I wanted to just work eight and go home, and they'd walk up to me five minutes before I'm ready to go home and be like, yeah, no, you have to work four more hours. And I'm like, I don't want to work four more hours. I, I'm tired. Well, too bad. Get back to work. Okie dokie. So, you know, that was that was hard. And and there was a part of me that said, you know, this this is my life. This is it. This is as good good as it's going to get because my body's going to break down doing manual labor. I'm going to reach the point where I can't lift anything because my shoulders or my back's going to go out. I'm I'm going to be more useless than I am now. I don't have a degree. Um, I have a grade 12 education, but that was from you know uh, the early 90s, so it's not. I would have to go back and take upgrading before I could do anything else. If I wanted to get some kind of a degree in something, I'd need to go back and take upgrading because my grade 12 doesn't count for very much that many years down the road. And it's, it's why I always tell, you know, the young whippersnappers out there that if they have a chance to, to get themselves an education, do it, get any education you can to get any grants you can. If there's, if there's any kind of scholarship, apply for it. Cause the most unlikely people in the world get the, the, the scholarships and you'll be shocked on your grad day. When you see that guy got a scholarship, he's, he eats paste at lunch. He's, he's 18. How did he, cause he may have been the only one that applied for it and everybody else just went, ah, screw it. I don't need it. And, uh, you'll, you'll kick yourself for it later. Um, I know I kick myself for it, 
uh, for years. I spent years kicking myself for what I didn't do and things I didn't do and chances I didn't take, trips I didn't take. Now you fast forward to where I am now and, you know, the summer's just come to an end. According to the rain outside, the summer's come to an end. And life's pretty darn good. And I I know I'm very fortunate. And I know there's a lot of people out there that are not. And that I am in a very unique position that, um, you know, I stress about it a lot. I... I have, I, I regularly have nightmares. It's probably for four or five nights a week out of seven that I wake up in the middle of the night with a nightmare because it's just my, my brain has a hard time with some of it that, you know, it, it wants me to, to go back to the manual labor job, go, go back, you know, you're not going to make any money, but you know, it's, it's what you knew and it's what you're used to. And my brain adjusting to, to being the hockey guy and having a channel and all this is weird because I didn't plan it. There was no great plan. I always I always feel bad when I see, um, in some cases, not all, where, where I see somebody who's got all of this branding and it's all figured out way ahead and they're like, okay, we're going to be a big star online. And I think it's it's not easy. I don't, I don't even consider a, a channel of 60,000 subscribers is a drop in the bucket. You have to hit 75,000 subscribers before you're considered a small channel on YouTube. I've looked at it where I'm like, when when do I not get qualified anymore as like some micro mini channel? Oh, 75,000 subscribers. Oh, that's 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 insane. But that's that's the bar. The bar is 75,000 and eventually it's going to be 100,000 because there's going to be so many channels that are at 75,000 subscribers that you're going to need at least 100,000 to be considered anything. And it can just disappear. So, you know, what with the time that I have, with the 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 um, with what I've I've been granted, been very fortunate to get. With with things that I I don't know that I feel like I deserve to have. You know, over the last two years, if if somebody needs to talk, if somebody's having a hard time, I have to be there for them. And it doesn't matter how big the channel gets. And it doesn't matter what kind of trolling crap I deal with. I can't let that change me. It's sort of like like today I did the video where I talked about uh, how I just I can't get into the, the, the rookie tournaments. Because it's rookies against rookies. It's it's different. It's totally different. It To me, it, it's sort of like when you see these highlight reel goals by players where they're just, you know, playing in their yard or they're playing on on a nice surface somewhere and you see them do something with a puck and you go, "Wow, that's so that's so cool how they do that." But it's not in a game, so for me I look at that and go, "Yeah, that's cool." Eh. And it I I know that's awful, but again, it it comes with with the fact that I've seen so many sensational young players they come along and then by the time they reach the NHL, they, they either aren't that sensational player or they just don't become an NHL player. They become an American Hockey League player. There's no shame in that. I would be, you know, stoked to sit down and interview guys who are in the American Hockey League. Why? Because these guys are still riding buses. These guys are still doing the old-fashioned hockey thing. They're they're not on the, the fancy jets that the NHL players are on. They're not making that kind of money for the most part. There's guys on one-way contracts that 
make the same amount of money in the AHL as they do in the NHL, but uh, not as many as before uh, the, the salary cap uh, couldn't be buried in the minors. Once the Wade Redden issue took place, then people were like, hey, this is uh, that's that's circumvention. And the NHL went, yeah, probably is. Yeah, we'll fix that in the next agreement. And, you know, those guys would be tons of fun to talk to because they're they're living hockey. It's not glamorous for them. I mean, it's more glamorous than playing, uh, you know, in the Southern Pro League or in in one of these American hockey leagues that very few people hear about. That's kind of like page 10 or 11 of hockey news. But still, the American League isn't the NHL. And there are guys who play in the American League that won't get above the American League. And they have interesting stories to tell, too. Um, which reminds me, i got a bunch of books downstairs i got to start reading. And I've still got the 101 things to do if you're a Canucks fan, or things to know and do if you're a Canucks fan, Flames fan, Oilers fan, and Avalanche fan. And I haven't bought any of the other books yet. I need to get on that and get that to, well. I <laughs> I need my view counts to go up a little bit first. Because, yeah, uh, we're, into, uh, we're into that part of the year. I even looked last year. And my view counts were awful in September. I was like, oh, right, yeah. Although, although I was working a lot of hours in September last year. So I remember thinking that that sucked. That I I got out of my manual labor job and I went to one that was part-time, but I worked every weekend. And I felt like that kind of hosed me because on weekends, there's actual hockey going on, there's more stuff going on, and I was at work. So, anyways. But again... If that's the number one complaint I have in life, I'm doing pretty well. Um, I'm I'm pretty happy with things, and you know, again, I have I have I have dealt with things that that go on. I don't you know I don't talk about my personal life on the channel anymore. I threw that even even here on the podcast. I threw out that one piece of information, which was I might want to add uh, mildly inaccurate because I had a feeling that. You know, trolls that that troll me probably listen to the podcast too, and that proved it. I'm like, all right, so I can't discuss personal stuff on on my channel or on my podcast. But there's always challenges and stuff going on in my life, and you know, you got to smile for the camera, and you got to do your bit, kind of get into character. And there are people that I know I can trust and talk to. I have that now. Uh, I know there's. Uh, Almost any mod I have on on Discord and uh, various people I know through YouTube that I have on, on my friends list on Facebook, uh, even on Twitter, there are people that I reach out to because, you know, I know there's people that I can talk to and it's it's important to have that and I know not everybody does. So that's why it's important for me to answer when somebody reaches out. Um, and and again, you, and I, it would be really easy and I understand now why some some of the the YouTubers they'll close themselves off from the rest of the world and they'll be very inactive in their comment section. You just won't see them. Uh, and and why they just close themselves off? They do their content and then that's basically it. There's there's no other interaction. I don't think I could do that. I don't think I would be happy with that. I think that would uh, that would feel like I was giving you guys half. I was doing half of my job. Putting the videos out there is half of it. Uh, doing these podcasts, which again, I don't make any money on the podcasts. I don't make a cent. And 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 doing, 
you know, um, all of the social media things that I do, whether it's on Twitter or Instagram or just, you know, on Facebook, it's important to have all of that there. I don't always answer. I have a ton of people that I, I forget and, and miss and, and messages get backed up and I apologize for that. But I try as hard as I can to be as accessible as possible within reason, obviously. Uh, but it's, it's, it's a challenge. The, the YouTube thing sometimes with everything else that goes with it can be a real challenge. And there are people who aspire to have big YouTube channels. And I sometimes wonder, like, do you guys really know what you'd be getting yourselves into? Like it's, it can be, it can be tough from day to day. It can be really tough. And, you know, I, I went to my mom's last week and I sat and had a long talk with her. First time I'd, I'd seen her in a while and, and I sat with her for hours and talked to her. And, you know, the, the number one thing that was important for me to, to explain to her was that, you know, we had we had done the trip and the traveling and all that fun stuff in July. But there's we did that because that was the only time we'd be able to do it. I, I want to go back to Vegas so bad. It just it, I, I need to go back to Vegas. I need to visit California and I need to be able to figure out a way to do the East Coast of North America. I need to be able to do that. But it, just the logistics and, and the costs, it's not there. So, you know, I'm, I'm doing everything I can to make sure that I put out content. And the playlists are important too because I know during last year's regular season, um, there were times where I was putting out all these videos and I know that those videos would get a ton of views, but they'd be dead in 24 hours. So it's important to me to make sure that I've got enough videos built up over the summer that if somebody comes in, they've just found my channel, that they don't just find a bunch of videos. They're like, well, that's a preview of last week, and it's a preview two weeks ago. That's, there's nothing on this channel but previews, reviews, and trades. I, eh. I want them to be able to go in and go, oh, hey, this is a playlist on goalies. I love goalies. And then they can just browse through. Oh, this is a playlist on the history of the National Hockey League. That's interesting. I want to see what that's about and go through. So that's... That's why I'm doing all this stuff during the summer because I, I see people saying, oh, you're doing way too many. Well, I'm trying to make sure that I build it up so that my idea is that next summer all of this will already have been built up and that maybe next summer I can take a bit of a break that I can say for the next two weeks I'm going to go silent on YouTube. I'll still be on Twitter. I'll still be on Instagram and I'll do podcasts, but my YouTube channel is going to be quiet for a couple of weeks. And I have all of these videos that I've built up over the last two years, which is evergreen content, doesn't expire, and you guys can just go in and look all you want. And I think that's, that sounds fantastic. And it, it would be fun. Now, do I think I could do that? Good luck. At some point, I'm firing up the webcam and going, yeah, so I know I said I wasn't going to do a video, but this happened today, so I'm going to do one. Okay, sorry guys, I know I said I wasn't going to do a video, but uh, guess what? Uh, today I had this idea, so here's a brand new playlist, and then it just goes from there. Um, I, I, it's 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 a labor of love. It, it has its days where it's fantastic. It has its days where it can be a bit of a trial. But the worst day I have as a YouTuber is still better than the best day I had working at at Vantage Foods or at any other place that I worked. And I can say Vantage Foods because it's not. It doesn't exist anymore. It's gone. They changed owners. It's gone. Um, and and I don't work there anymore. But uh, it's it, it's it's different. Uh, there are stresses, 
but they're different and they're stresses that are worth going through because it helps me uh, just keep building. Because they get asked, what's your plans? What are your goals? Build it up, I guess. It's it's not, you know, to, to look at what somebody else is doing or, oh, what videos did that channel do today? Oh, I can't do that. Now nah, I'll just keep putting up content that nobody else would either either other channels may not think of or that I would do it in a way that would be different than the way that some other channels would do it. And that's that's the key. It's sort of like on the entertainment guy when Yvonne and I do movie reviews, I try to make sure we're doing it completely different. We don't rehearse anything and uh, I often say things that are a little bit off color just to throw her off and just so she has that reaction of stop, don't do that, don't say that. What do you no no? It's funny too when I when I throw something out there that has a double meaning, and Yvonne gives me that look. And if you've watched my movie reviews, you know that look when she knows that I'm ready to go right off the rails. And that's where things have changed from two years ago. I had nobody in my life before I met her to stop me from going off the rails. So I would go into the most politically incorrect conversation you could imagine and say probably pretty offensive things. Um, I know. When I worked at a call center, and boy, you want to work with a bunch of uh, people who could probably use a laugh or two. Call center usually is pretty good. You'll 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 end up around those people if you're like me and you've got a twisted sense of humor. And I'd be like, okay, these these people sitting around me are so easily offended. Um, and then I would sit my with my buddy Kimber, and I'd be like, uh, so um, let's offend these people. And we would come up with really really awful, horrible nicknames for uh, procedures we were going to do at work. Some kind of a, uh, you know, if you're going to unplug and replug uh, a modem and then you're going to do like a reset on it and you're going to do whatever you can to get somebody online. We would find the most incorrect, offensive way of saying these really innocuous things just because we knew people were overhearing what we said and waiting for us to screw up. Uh, There was one... There was one instance, too, where somebody tried to get us in trouble. They said that we were lazy. And uh, so we came out of that meeting where, you know, boss was like, okay, you guys got to work harder. And I'm like, I don't think you're going to like it if we work harder because we're going we're gonna to bring something to light here people may not like. And he's like, you guys do whatever you got to do. So I come out and I said to Kimber, I said, all right, we got to do what we got to do, right? And he's like, yep. And uh, so... By the time those people that complained about us came in to work the next morning, we started about two hours before they did. They had no work to do. We made sure we did our work, and then we did all of theirs. And when they came in, we were just, I, th- I, I think we were just playing Minesweeper on our computers. And they fired up their computers and were like, yeah, take your time. Yeah, you got nothing to do. What do you mean? Yeah, everything's cleared out. We got everything done. What? Because every time that we would we would refresh, so you have your queue, so you're going to work your tickets, you have your queue. We just keep hitting refresh, and every time one came in, work it, out, done, gone, bye. They had nothing to do until we left about four hours later. And we did that for a few days, and then our boss came over and basically told us to stop it. Because <laughs> we, had, we had exposed that we didn't need that many people to be employed. We'd exposed that, yeah, if we kill ourselves... We can get this all done. We don't need them. So we were making ourselves look good and making them look kind of not not as much. Because at the end of the week, our, our work report was much, much thicker than theirs. 
we'd done a lot more work because we started earlier, so we had a first shot at the queue. And then, you know, when we were bored, we would say pretty offensive stuff just to throw people off. I don't do that anymore. I, I can't. I can't. My sense of humor is, and people who have gone to meetups know that, you know, the, the humor, especially when we're sitting at Boston Pizza, and I'm with a bunch of guys that I know I'm cool with, the, the language will get kind of blue and I'll say some things. Um, you know, they'll, they'll mention a player to me. What do you think of this guy? And I'll tell them my honest opinion. They're like, whoa. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not on the channel. So that's what I think of that player. That's what I think of this team. That's what I think of. And, and it's not, you know, and I'm not talking about like favorites. I'm just talking about like, like just, just my opinion. And it may be a lot less refined than what you'll get on the channel. Um, it's sort of like when I, I worked at a call center and I would take supervisor calls. And you have to just, when you're taking a supervisor call, you have to be a certain way. And it's, I'm kind of like that when I do my videos, I guess. Kind of like it's a supervisor call. So even if people are being uh, rude and crude and nasty, I just sort of just let it go. There's nothing like having somebody yelling and screaming at you over the phone for something that you're not going to fix. And, and I, you know, when I'm taking a billing call and somebody who hadn't paid for two months... And we turn out their service, calls in yelling and cursing and swearing that I'm this and I'm that because, you know, I'm not going to turn on their service. I would ask them to go, and you're cursing me out right now and I'm the person who's making this decision. Did you, did you think this through before you called in that you were going to swear and curse at the person who's making the decision about whether or not your account is turned back on? And then sometimes they get nastier and sometimes they would calm right down. Like, oh, I, I didn't think about it. Yeah, yeah, you probably didn't. Um, but uh, people loved getting me for supervisor calls because I there was no emotion. There was no, oh, you poor thing. There was no, and, and I wasn't a jerk. I wasn't ignorant. I was just, this is how it is. This is, I would, I would back up whatever the agent had said before me and I'd say, this is how it is. And I understand you don't agree, but that's it. And I'm sorry, but that's it. And I would tell them things like, yeah, I understand why you're upset. I would be just as upset in your situation, but this is the situation. These are the rules that I was given. And I, if I don't enforce the rules, I lose my job. And I would have people saying, I don't care if you lose your job. And I'm like, well, I do. So in order to protect my job, I can't just do whatever people tell me when they're yelling at me over the phone about their account. I would be horrible at my job if I listened to that. Um, the, the funny thing was, of course, then they would want to write corporate to get me fired, and all you can give out is your first name. So I used to say after, I'd be like, man, corporate must fire so many Shannons. I feel so bad for them, and they're girls, and they're going to be like, that's not even a girl in, in, in that, that, that call center. It doesn't matter. They're just going to go fire some random Shannon. And then they'd ask for a badge number because you, and then I just make up some random number. Seriously, I'd make up a random number and, uh, you know, four, six, three, nine, four, two. That's it. Yeah. Go ahead and read it back to me. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You got me. That's it. That's my badge number. I'm going to include this when I, when I, when I send a letter to your, cause it was snail mail, right? When I send a letter to your corporate office. Okay. Understand. No problem. And this is your number. That's my number. You got it. And then, you know, the next person would get some 7, 4, 3, A, X, 4, 9, 3, 2. There you go. Got me. So, yeah, 
those are the days. And again, remember, when I'm having kind of a rough day with, with my, my channel, that's what I think about. I think, yeah, remember when you were doing that? You're getting yelled at on the phone for $11 an hour. Actually, I started at ten fifty. I made ten fifty an hour so people could yell and curse and swear at me and be horrible to me. And sometimes I get the same customer over and over and over again. And I'd hear that phone number when they'd call and I'd go, oh, it's you. Oh, no, it's you again. Yeah, I can't get connected. We went over this. I know why you can't get connected. It's your phone line. I told you this the last time we talked. And I would, you know, nicely tell them that. And they'd be like, yeah, well, I don't care. I don't think it's my phone line. Oh, we went through it. And then I'd, I'd talk to somebody who was a senior staffer and go, what do I have to do? And they go, do it all over again. I'm like, I already did all these steps last week. It takes an hour and a half. Do them again. I don't want to do them again. So, yeah, compare that to just talking about hockey players and and dealing with the occasional trolling issues here and there uh it's 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 not a not a comparable really um and we're you know we're just going to keep moving forward and and i'm glad too that i've been able to do as many meetups this summer as i have between the ones that are relatively local and the one in vegas the ones in vegas as well there was multiple in vegas um, and, and it was nice, and it was nice to get out on the ice at the practice rink in Vegas on the agreement that nobody's taking pictures, right? We're all buds now, so you guys aren't going to be, because I haven't been on skates in a while, and I, you know, um, and by the end of it, um, I got my skating legs back under me, but I've got to, I've got to start skating regularly again, because my ankles hate me, so... You know, my body just went, we don't do this anymore. So I've got to get that, that all figured out. But yeah, so I actually, I did, I did skate in Vegas. And, and I did that so that I could tell people, I say, now the next time somebody on the channel says, I don't know how to skate, you guys can say, he knows how to skate. Not, not that I'm necessarily going to put Dorothy Hamill out of business anytime soon, but I know how to get on a pair of skates, skate in circles and not fall over. I can do that. So, you know, uh, but again, with the meetups, and I get asked this every now and then, why don't you do ice hockey meetups? Well, because then we all have to get all the ice hockey equipment. We all have to, like, it's it's just a lot more to it. And it's it can be expensive to get into a rink. So, and again, there's a lot of people that if I'm videotaping, they're not going to want them playing actual ice hockey to be on YouTube. Floor hockey, road hockey is whatever. It's just a bunch of guys running around after a ball. It's not real hockey. It's just for fun. But... When you get out on the ice, yeah, that's that's real hockey, and then it's something completely different. So, and also the odds of injuries go up with ice hockey, and then you're listening to the guy who could potentially be on the line for liability with that. So, I would I would probably not like to see a guy go into the boards and get a concussion, or see somebody go awkwardly to the ice and and twist their knee and find out. They tore cartilage, they, they messed up their MCL, they can't go back to work. So that's that's kind of why we avoid the the ice hockey portion of things. Because, you know, things things can happen. And you're going to get guys out that are, you, you would get guys out there that play hockey all the time and just skate circles around everybody. And again, people are going to be like, I don't want that online. I, you know, I'm okay with the, the meetups and being, a, you know, floor hockey, it's fine. But this is just, this this is bad. So I want to make sure that the meetups are fun for everybody and they're casual. And with just street hockey and floor hockey, you don't need any equipment. 
uh, you know, I, I, I only wear shin guards cause, um, of the fact that in, in high school after playing a competitive game, I'd have trouble walking for a few days. And it was always cause my hint, my shins would get hacked up. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's part and parcel of, of what I'm trying to do. And more important than the, than the, the hockey with the meetups is when we go out for food after and we all sit and talk because it's, it's nice to have that personal connection with subscribers. And I'm very grateful for people that I've built that connection with. And, uh, it's, it's kind of the most fun you can have, um, at, at my age. Cause the, the funny part, and I'll, I'll end with this is I understand that I'm old for wearing hockey jerseys. I don't care. I understand that I'm old for a YouTuber. I think it benefits me because I did have 25 years of really crappy jobs before this. So I treasure every day that I'm able to do this until someday it just stops for whatever reason. And I I do think the level of appreciation that an older YouTuber has will be higher than, than it will be for younger YouTubers who've grown up with the internet always being part of their life. And, and maybe they haven't had a full-time job. Maybe they didn't have that manual labor job. Maybe they locked out and they just, they grew up into YouTube and they became a YouTube celebrity and they didn't have to do those crappy jobs. But it, 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 knowing how it is for 99% of the population keeps it from going to my head. It does not go to my head at all because I know it can just disappear. And, you know, yeah, I'm in my forties. And it is so much fun to get up in the morning and go down, look at the the Sears rack, which I've had for one year as of today, and go, all right, which jersey am I wearing today? And no matter what one I pick, I think it's really awesome. So I am very fortunate. I am very happy to have all of that. And I don't intend on going anywhere. And, you know, hopefully at some point over the next year, um, and we're, we're hoping in the spring, then the channel will have been built up to the point where we can get a bigger house where I can have a, an actual studio and I can do actual things with that studio and, and make it so that, um, you know, I can show my whole collection and I can get a widescreen, uh, angled webcam where it'll show like the whole room that I'm in and then it'll feel more like a professional thing. Cause right now, yeah, I'm, crammed into a very small area i've had videos where i've had to stop them because i trip over something on the floor because i don't have enough room and and i can sometimes seem wooden in a video because i've got my feet planted in the only spots they can be planted i have nowhere else to put my feet so uh you know it's it's a challenge but i appreciate all the support i've had from you guys the whole way along and i fully intend to do whatever i can to continue to build things up and like, for instance, the new lighting I got this past week, which nobody mentioned it in this, in, in, everybody talks about lighting, lighting, you need new lighting, you need new lighting. I get brand new lighting and it, to me, it looks completely different. Nothing. <laughs> it's like sudden, no, nothing. And, and the thing about that is, I think the reason it, it didn't get any attention is because people don't watch my videos 
for the 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 value of the camera I'm using or the lighting I'm using, they watch to listen to my opinion and to get into a hockey discussion. So I didn't take it as as meaning that nobody paid attention. It's just that's not why people come to my channel. I'm not some um, you know a beautiful YouTuber like like some of these other young ladies that are on YouTube. Uh, or Boogie2988. Guy's a beautiful man. And, you know, best lighting possible for you, Boogie. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's that's my opinion on that. And uh, uh, that was kind of a funny thing. But it also allowed me to get some of the lighting out of the living room I was using. And hopefully make more room to breathe in the living room. So, thank you guys so much for all your support. You guys have been amazing. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm done for videos for today, but we'll get back at her tomorrow. And since it's Monday, um, hopefully we'll start seeing some movement. And I'm talking about uh, more more uh, tryouts being signed, more players potentially getting moved, maybe, because we're running out of time. And uh, then Yvonne and I are going to be on the road a bit tomorrow, too. So there's limited time tomorrow for me to do videos, but I'll cram them in. And uh, thank you guys for watching everything. Thank you guys for all your support. And hey, I will talk to you guys again soon.